Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekolder, the Louisville Real Estate Show here with you for the next 30 minutes or so. Joining us this week, Randy Rocky from Swan Financial, 645-0736. And this is all via Zoom. So if it sounds a little funky, you know why. Hey, Randy, good morning to you. Good morning. And Bob, you know, I never like giving you credit, yeah. me being uh, a friend of yours, but I've had more than one person in the last two weeks tell me you run such an informative show that oh. moves along very quickly. And uh, I'm just very honored to be part of this. Thank you. And we're thrilled to have you and also here, Lee Harris, legal counsel, limestone title and escrow. You can reach Lee and her folks at six, four, nine, seven, nine, six, four. And Lee, I was just over at limestone this week for a closing. And your fo- of course your folks did a great job. Trevor, and Mike, Thank everybody's you. over there. So that's wonderful. Great. Thank you. Uh, and then, uh, I should tell you that my son, Greg, is uh, on uh, vacay again. He continues <laughs> his vacation, and he's, he'll be back next week, but he's enjoying it. First week he went, it, it was raining, so he said, okay, I'm going to go another week. I said, okay. Let's start off with the show. Mortgage applications slowed as many rushed to uh, beat the adverse market fee. I don't know about the market fee. But do you know anything about what the slowdown? Have you heard any of this, Randy, from your perspective? Uh, the, uh, you know, the purchase side, uh, yeah, the market fee is going to be, it's still going to be very advantageous for people to refinance. The market fee, which I think is crazy what they did here, Bob, uh, it's an extra tax. And they're, they're from adding uh, from taxing? the government. And the they're adding, ta- they're, Are they're, you kidding me? No. So they're talking, taxing on refinance loans when people are in the position they are right now. Uh, they are, they're re, uh, so if you have a $200,000, um, uh, refinance, they're adding a thousand dollars, a closing basically. So then your rate could go up, a, uh, an eighth or what have you, but it's a thousand dollars extra they're adding by the end of the year. And it's the craziest thing I've ever seen. So any refinances rate and term or, or cash out now have a thousand dollar tax on added on to them. Um, so it, it's very sad and, uh, I don't understand it, but anyways, that's, that's why people are rushing in to get the refinance done. But even after that happens, there are still, uh, 8 trillion out of the $11 trillion in loan volume can be refinanced right now. And people could actually save money, even 8 trillion, big number. Yeah, and then the first time. Yeah, I heard this. Yeah, yeah, and then the purchase side is down four percent from uh, uh, this time last week. Yeah, so it, it, the, the, the actual applications. I heard four point eight percent, but four percent uh, is a close. Well, yeah, four point eight. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yes, you are yeah. correct. You are Lee, correct. have you seen a slowdown on closings yet from your end? I don't think it's filtered down to the closing attorneys as not of not at all, yeah. not at all. We have not seen a slowdown at all the yep. entire time. Listen, we got a lot of stuff to go over, so I'm going to keep going through this. And I mean, there's just so much news. A couple of weeks ago, if you are a regular listener of the show, you had heard me talk about that there's going to be a lot of office space that's going to be available because all of us, because of COVID, are working from homes, right? So there's a concern that there are going to be offices that will be empty um, and stores that will be empty. We got Amazon taking up that delivery system. So this was an interesting story that I I just read this week that office retail space will get back to pre-COVID levels 
in 2025. 20, it's going to take some five years to get back to where it is as with growing the economy. But additionally, and listen to this, that there's a new, a, cre- a creative approach to the apartment shortfall that we're experiencing around the country. You know, as baby boomers start downsizing, as the millennials and younger start buying homes, there's just not enough homes. We talked about the cost of building homes going up because of lumber rates going up. So there's a new approach now. Former factories, breweries, Air Force bases, even old churches are now being turned into multifamily buildings as developers target them as a viable solution to overcoming housing shortages. So I asked the two of you on this call today, would you move to a factory or a brewery or an Air Force base or any place else, uh, even a hotel that's been converted into condos? They're doing that with also office buildings, schools, warehouses, healthcare buildings, all of these are potent, retail space, are potential locations to reformat those buildings that are still usable in terms of space, but repurpose them as apartments or condos, possibly. What do you guys think? Yeah, if you look at the antique mall across from uh, down Goss Avenue, they repurposed yeah. that, and they yeah, did they a did. great job. They um, did a beautiful job. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, it's funny you mentioned that about the commercial side, uh, you know, New York City, when will it ever recover? Downtown Louisville. You know, is it, it, I, I think that uh, it's, it's, I don't know how long it's going to take. I think, uh, I think five years is very aggressive. You mean optimistic in this way, right? Uh, well, yes, very yeah. optimistic. Yeah. I, I, I think they could, I, I have no, I, I just don't think, it, uh, me personally, I just don't think it's going to happen in five years. Yeah, it may not. But I mean, that was one, one research. Lee, how about you? Would you I would absolutely, to- if, it, if it was cool and it was new and it was, you know, redone, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'd move into any, a factory, a, a, a warehouse, anything, yeah. yeah it's it's sure. all about our mindset. I mean, if, you know, right. you're not cutting lawns, but maybe you're going to be in a downtown location or you're going to be at a mm-hmm. great location to be able to go out shopping or enjoy yeah. life, maybe whatever it is. Maybe the, let's say it's a, an office building, they build in a, a movie theater into that that unit, that uh, building. Yeah. You know, in, in big cities, the these high rises are just the norm rather than the, the exception. Right. I'd I'd love to have a a, multi, a one level, like condo. That'd be yeah. great. With a an elevator that takes you up if you're above the first floor. Oh, I get right. it. By the way, if you want to see a, a replay of this show, we record these on Zoom and then we send them to uh, YouTube. You can go there and get the pre-show banter and after-show party that we do. Uh, yeah. Go, LouisvilleExcerts.com. There's a lot of shrimp cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all serve it. <laughs> LouisvilleAnswers.com. And if you want to hear more about what people are saying about our Sokova team, uh, go to LouisvilleZillow.com to read about it or LouisvilleSellersTalk.com to hear what uh, folks have said. You know, there are many who would accuse me of living, dreaming, sleeping, eating real estate. And many of you, uh, my partners here on the radio show, I would suspect you do too. Am I correct? Yeah. That's pretty Mm -hmm. much my life, yes. Well, a new report out says that real estate is popping up in more people dreams. Vivid dreams are one of the many side effects of being tied to COVID-19. And reportedly, many of these quadra dreamers, as they're being called, are having dreams related to real estate, such as moving into a mansion 
or doing oh, yeah. a home renovation project or even feeling trapped in a cluttered space. I'm not sure I've had dreams. Have either of you two had to deal with dreams of real estate? Probably not. No, I don't dream no. of real estate. I do it all day long and then I go to sleep and think about something else. That might be called a nightmare <laughs> if you're starting to think about it. <laughs> right. I, I agree. Am I odd when I tell you that I don't remember my dreams? I know I dream because I can remember something, but I just don't remember. No, you have to write them down to remember them. Yeah. I got to write them down when I, when I wake right up. And right. When you wake up, you have to write them down like yeah. immediately. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that's a concern. I'm sure. By the way, get you a notebook up, and just put it by your bed and write and down write it down. Know. I'll do that. Uh, mm -hmm. Coming up in a few minutes, um, how COVID nineteen lockdown is squeezing real estate. It could burst the housing and mortgage bubble. We'll be talking about that in just a couple of minutes. The cost of a home far more important than the price. You know, a lot of us have been talking about uh, prices are going up, but interest rates have come down. Even with the tax that Randy was talking about just a short time ago. And what's interesting, there's a, a chart that came out. And basically, last year, if you bought a home, and Randy and Lee jump on board here, last year you bought a home, let's say it cost $250,000. The interest rate was 3.73% on average. Your monthly mortgage payment, which is just including principal and interest, we're not talking taxes and insurance, just principal and interest, was $1,155 per month. Fast forward this year, now, because the interest rates are down, and this uses a calculation of 2.87%. So, Randy, I'm taking, this is pretty, still pretty, and I know you can't quote rates, Randy, but 2.87 is pretty much in the ballpark for interest rates. Uh, that is correct. And, and I think that's one of the reasons you've seen prices go up, because because people can't <clears> afford, <throat> what do you think, Bob? I think they can afford for the same payment, more house. From I this think time last year, basically you're a point difference. Yes. Well, last year. Yeah. So you're about a point or a little bit more or a hair over a point. You can now afford based on the same salary, instead of 250,000, your dollar will go further. You can now buy a home worth $263,750. And that actually drops your payment to $1,094. You're actually saving $61 a month by simply having waited a year and being able to buy a little bit more home or a nicer home in a different neighborhood. I, I agree. So I think obviously you have the inventory shortage. You have rates uh, basically a point lower from this time last year. And I think that's why we've seen, you know, at the housing market in, in, in the suburbs go up 6% and in the rural areas go up 11%. Uh, uh, it's been a great year for, uh, for a housing market as far as uh, the appraised value going up. Yeah, as long as appraisers go along with it, of course, they're the ones who will keep an eye on everybody to make sure we don't overvalue a house. We understand that. So where are values going to go over the next 12 months? Anyone want to take a prediction, on a thought about where it might be going? I think value is is, is uh, our basic econ 101. You know, it's, it's uh, what somebody's willing to pay, and that's supply and demand. You know, you might pay a little more now because... Buyers are out there, and there's not a lot of uh, supply. Yeah. yeah. Randy, you're on board, I'm sure, of that, because we all agree on this, on the same premise. I, I agree. I agree they're going to go up, yes. Yeah. So, of course, with shelter-in-place orders that were implemented in, in March 
of this year. Many questioned what the shutdown would mean to the real estate market. Specifically, well, there was concern about home values. We were all concerned. After years of rising home prices, would 2020 be the year that the appreciation trend would stop going up and we'd come to a screeching halt? So this is really important news. Original forecasts modeled the uncertainty, and then they range anywhere from homes gaining value 3%, that was according to Zellman Associates, to homes depreciating by more than 6%. That was CoreLogic's guess for this year. However, good news. As the year unfolded, it became clear that there would be little negative impact on the housing market. Now, you know, I think we can all agree some area in March, things slowed down because people were all coming to terms with this new norm of COVID uh, in the news, yes. right? Yeah. Yes, yes. And then it became clear that uh, there would be little negative impact on the housing market. That, according to Mark Fleming, who's the chief economist at First American, and he's now saying the only major industry to display immunity to the economic impacts of the coronavirus is the housing market. And so they're expecting an increase continuing um, to, uh, for homes to go up in value. In fact, projections, if you want to look at the most optimistic over the next 12 months, Zellman is saying there's a 5.9% increase in price. Zillow is estimating 4.8%. Fannie Mae is 4 0.4%. It goes down the line. CoreLogic has the least uh, aggressive increase at 0.6%. So it's really all good news all across the board. What it comes down to is if you are ready to buy, now is the time to do it. Do not wait till next year because rates are still going to be low and you may have more people looking. And Randy, I talked with from your office on the phone. I had a really great conversation. Is it Anne? Yes. Ann Christensen. Ann Christensen mm -hmm. called me about a client, and, and she had some really good advice, and that is if you are ready to go and buy a house, jump now. If that house is out there, go for it, and, and that's key. And I think we, both of you on our, on our show today agree with that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I would buy right now. I would sell right now, too. Are, mean, you in the mood, are you in the mood to sell? I know a good real estate agent. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> but I have <laughs> No, I, I have no deck on the back of my house, so I have to get a deck before I can sell. Are you still oh. dealing with the deck issue? No, wait. Did all, all my deck people have COVID-19. Oh, you're kidding. No, I'm not oh. kidding. Yeah. Um, and have you seen a rise in the price of the price of the deck? Because oh, yeah. 70% higher than it was you know, before. Yeah. The lumber is 70% higher. Yeah. I, talked, I talked to a, a really good builder this morning, in fact. Um, he was hoping to join us on there, but he's really busy, so probably couldn't get on. We may have him on the future. He says he's talking to suppliers, and they're thinking that the higher costs for lumber may level off and start coming down in the next couple of months. So that's going to be good news. So just hold on to your seats on that one. We're going to take a break when we come back. Uh, how the COVID-19 lockdown could squeeze real estate or burst the bubble for both real estate and the mortgage bubble. Here in the, well, on the air, in their own studios of their own homes or offices, we've got our friends Randy Rocky from Swan Financial, 6450736. Also Lee Harris, legal consultant, limestone title and escrow at 6497964. His son Greg's on vacation this weekend. You can reach me because we're desperately looking, continuing to look for homes to list and sell. I think we do a pretty good job. We're hoping to do 300 plus homes this year. So that's a good thing. You can reach me at 376-5483. We're back in a moment. 
on News Radio 840 WHAS. Need a home loan or refinancing? You need to talk to Randy Rocky at Swan Financial. Why have they become so popular? Because of our programs, our service, and our competitive rates. And now listen to this new program from Swan Financial. Yes, we have a 1% down program that also you will get 2% grant money from the investor. Call Randy Rocky today at 866-766-1920. Swan Financial, NMLS 2473 and 26362. Equal housing opportunity. Call for additional cost information. Other restrictions may apply. This is Lee Harris, owner and attorney at Limestone Title and Escrow here in Louisville, Kentucky. We are an experienced team of processors and attorneys who will be happy to help you with your closing needs. We are known for our flexible closing times. We're open to nights and weekends, whatever suits you or your clients. We can help you provide a smooth and quick closing and help with difficult situations based upon our history of expertise and experience in closings. Call us anytime at 502-632-2277. In the real estate market, sellers and buyers have great expectations. And as a real estate agent, you take pride in fulfilling them. But some things are beyond your control. So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13-month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing, and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact HWA today. Hi, I'm Barbara Corcoran. I'm constantly asked by news sources how to best navigate today's real estate market. I call the brightest agents in the business to get their input. Hi, Bob. What's going on in Louisville? Hi, Barbara. The Louisville real estate market is hotter than we've ever seen it. I'm so happy to hear that. With our exclusive marketing plan, we can get sellers top dollar right now. Get the best advice from my friend, Bob Sekoler. Go to WeSellLouisville.com. Be safe and smart. News Radio 840 WHAS, Bob Sekoler and the Louisville Real Estate Show back with you for another 10 minutes or so. Our thanks to Barbara Corcoran, who just does a great job on Shark Tank. Love working with her, and she, of course, is a dear friend and mentor. So thank you. And some things we haven't talked about recently, you know, if you are thinking about selling your home, we have a no-obligation free booklet that has hundreds of useful tips. You can call me at 376-5483, and I'll send it to you. Or, better yet, send me an email, bob at com, and we'll send you a direct link to download and review in the comfort of your own home. Also, you may know that our Sekoler team offers our clients a free moving truck. It's true, and whether you're a buyer or seller, you can use it free of charge. During COVID, we've had the truck staying at our offices because of the need to have to sterilize it every time it goes out. That's a bit of a problem, so we've kept it in. We wanna make sure it's safe. But if down the road you want to use it, please remember, all you need to do is, again, give me a call at 376-5483 or send me an email. Yes, you got it. Bob at com, and put the word truck in the subject line and we'll get back to you. Uh, with us on the air, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 6450736. Also, Lee Harris, legal counsel, and he's over at Swan Financial and does a great job, I should tell you. Lee Harris, Legal Counsel, Limestone Title, and Escrow, they do a great job at 649-7964, closing home loans. I was just there this past week when we closed one of our clients uh, who was selling their home, did a fabulous job. 
So the question there, folks, that's on the table, how will COVID-19 lockdown squeeze real estate? Could it burst the housing bubble? That's the big question. Sooner or later, homeowners in this frothy U.S. housing market may have to pay the piper. So the, the thinking is, by the end of 2020, several million borrowers who have received mortgage forbearance, do we believe that forbearance is going to be a major player in bringing prices down as folks unfortunately go into a foreclosure status and then they end up needing to sell or get rid of their home? Randy, let's start with you. I don't think so. I I, I just don't think that um, I don't think there's going to be a big forbearance issue, and 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 I don't think there's going to be a big foreclosure issue. So, I, me personally, I, I I would say no. All right, Lee. How about you from a legal standpoint? Are you hearing anything that you want to pass on? No, to? I agree. I think that um, because of the pandemic, I just think there's going to be leniency for tenants and for owners as far as owing back money. I mean, you know, it's nothing that any of us could have controlled. And I think that the powers that be are going to uh, not send all these people to homelessness. I really don't. According to HUD's July, of course, that's a couple of months old now, but their 2020 Neighborhood Watch Report, 17% of 8 million insured mortgages are now delinquent. This percentage includes mortgages in forbearance as well as those not in forbearance. Hard-hit metropolitan areas include New York City with a whopping 27.2% of the mortgages uh, in trouble. Miami has 24.4%, Atlanta with 21%. So it's happening, maybe not as bad as it is around the rest of the country, but certainly here in the uh, Louisville area, there are folks who are hurting. And it is a question of whomever gets into office or stays in office, what they're going to do to help those who have been hit hard who are not able to make their mortgage payments or landlords who have clients, their renters aren't able to make their mortgage payments. I think we have a right. real problem all the way around, don't we, on this thing? Yes. Any, any suggestions of how to help those folks? Uh, I know, Randy, you've been a, a, a outspoken about don't just take forbearance for granted and don't do it if you don't have to. Any suggestions right. at this point? Well, if you need to take it, then, you know, the other side of that is if you need to take forbearance, obviously do that. And I, I and I agree with you. I think that I agree with Lee. I think they're going to work through this uh, one way or another, either the lender uh, and we'll get some government uh, help or um, uh, they will be in a forbearance situation and be able to work their way out of it. I, I, now, New York City is a very isolated area and mm -hmm. you know i don't know what happens to downtown what do you think bob i mean if you have a two million dollar condo and there are three thousand people leaving their uh, negative a day i mean that could be a problem do you agree that's where the the problem could happen i i completely agree i i think we're going to see spots of this pop up on a regular basis over the next couple of years but i really think it's going to fall to the mortgage companies who know that by simply turning out someone who's had to face forbearance, uh, sending them packing is not going to do them any good. I have a feeling that there's going to be some understanding and then there's going to be a readjustment for these folks to keep them in the properties because it's going to do the mortgage company ultimately uh, uh, more help than hurt if they've got people living in 
in buildings or uh, homes to continue to fix or keep them up. If, if you agree? I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and the, the, it's not all negative news because there is some really good positive that uh, sitting uh, since a low point during the initial stages of the pandemic, the only major industry um, is the housing market that continues to do well. We're in a V-shaped. I heard on the debates this past, past week that uh, Vice President Biden used a K-shape. Did anybody get an understanding of what the K reset, return was? I, I couldn't get the, a hand around that, and I haven't heard any of that, but I think we're in the middle of a, a V-shape. If you watch the debates, boy, what was that all about? Huh? I won't get in that. Again, we're not politics. Um, something else we want to turn our attention to, and remember, if you want to see a replay of the show, louisvilleanswers.com. That's a redirect to our YouTube channel, louisvilleanswers.com. And you can always go to louisvillezillow.com if you want to see what people are saying about us, our Socolor team. But if you're wondering why selling this fall may be the best time to sell, it'll give you a couple of reasons. Buyers are actively in the market now. We see that every day. There's not enough homes on the market to sell at this moment. So if you're thinking of selling, you're going to get more money sell faster. The process is going quickly. And by that, have we seen any delays, Randy, on your end from getting mortgage applications into closing? No, it, it, uh, things are actually uh, picking up and people are adjusting to the loan volume. So it's getting better all the time. And from your standpoint, Lee, for closings, have there been any hiccups in terms of no. slowing down? No, not at all. I mean, we have been steady from March to now. So the closing we had at Limestone this week, I got word uh, a day before the closing that there was, this was um, a family that was selling an estate and that there had been another uh, sibling who had passed away. And so all of a sudden there was a concern that the sibling who had passed away uh, based on their will, may have left the, they, that sibling's uh, money to a daughter or son. It sets up a really tough scenario because you've got to quickly verify that there's not an heir missing to the, the, the disbursement, which would also mean more signatures on all the documents, both listing, selling, and closing. And I, to Limestone's credit, this is where having people you can rely on uh, comes into play. Limestone's staff picked up the ball and within hours was, was able to verify that they had everybody they needed. It did not delay the closing. This, this is something that uh, we've seen go the other way with some closing attorneys. That's why I'm glad we have Lee and Limestone on our, our side helping us. Well, thank you. Yep. I yep. you to know. Uh, and by the way, there are cookies that they serve at Limestone. Yeah, they have good cookies. They have good cookies. <laughs> Yeah, in fact, I said I didn't need any, mind you. Just FYI, I said to the oh. both sides, I didn't. I'm trying to lose buyers and sellers. I said, you know, these are great cookies, and the buyer, not our client, but the buyers, goes, "I'll have one," and she enjoyed it. So that's good. Uh, there never may there may never be a more important time to move. You're likely you spent much of the last six months in your current home. Perhaps now you realize. It's too small. For goodness sakes, you need more space. And if you're working from home, like a lot of people, your children are doing virtual school for some reason, you'll need more space. And that may be the perfect time to think yep. about selling. Yelly? Yes, absolutely. Yep. Yep. 
bottom line, housing market is prime for sellers right now. So it's time to connect. If you're thinking about, uh, about selling your home, you can reach me anytime on my cell phone. I mean, we got a lot of hundreds of thousands of realtors around the city who are great realtors. But if you want to reach me, I'd love to help you. Three, seven, six, five, four, eight, three. All right. We're out of time and it goes so fast. Lee Harris, Legal Counsel, Limestone Title, and Escrow, thank you for being here. Thank you. Lee's direct number, of course, is uh, 649-7964. And then Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, who uh, gets the job done. And even with barriers that the government puts in front of him, he is still getting it done. <laughs> and you can, you can reach him at 645-0736. And again, I wish my son Greg has a good vacation because I'm ready for him to come back. I've been doing some of the photography uh, that he would normally have done because we still have listings that are coming on board. And I have to tell you, I'm not so bad, but I think he does a much better job at what Come back, what Greg. Come on. We miss him. <laughs> we miss him. But don't tell him I said that, please. No, I'm, no, we won't tell him the thing. His head is big enough. Okay. All right, folks, we are out of time. Have a great Sunday. We'll see you next Sunday right here on News Radio 840. WHAS.